Hey guys, what's going on today? Happy Tuesday to everybody. Uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about, we're kind of coming off the cusp of the CrossFit Games this past weekend. Kind of a weird, different CrossFit game season as CrossFit transitions into sort of a different era in the CrossFit Games and competition CrossFit. And, you know, I've, I've been asked a lot on my opinion on this, and I have a lot of different thoughts and feelings about, you know, different aspects of it. But one of the things that I found most interesting this year was they were YouTube living this or, you know, it was a live feed streaming on YouTube that had open comments sections running on it the whole time that people commented on. Right. And number one, I think it's just kind of crazy. I, I, I just don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm not a commenter, right? I don't, I don't sit there and, you know, type my thoughts on given subjects out to the public if I don't know people, mainly because I just think that that's generally kind of a waste of time. If you don't know the people, what do you give two shits about what they think about it? Or, you know, what are you bringing into the conversation to try to prove these haters wrong? But the conversation generally and just watching it, you know, it's interesting to see the state of our society as it pertains to that, right? What you're watching there is more hard work, dedication, time, effort, energy, talent, skill wrapped into kind of one event of these incredible men and women who are operating at a peak performance level that nobody can understand. Like nobody has any comprehension how much better these people are at human performance than every other human being on earth, right? For a lot of times, like you used to be able to go into, you know, local gyms and every local gym would have like a stud or two who'd kind of, you know, quote unquote, win a lot of the workouts. And, you know, they'd be very talented. A lot of times they had like division one, you know, collegiate backgrounds, maybe semi-professional in something. And you'd watch them, you'd be like, wow, like they're really good. They maybe even, you know, back in the day, like we went to regionals. And you would be able to go to regionals and even like our team, like we were able to sort of compete at regionals, right? We were really good. Okay. However, like I've always told people that the difference between these top caliber people, the people who are winning regionals and that like there's that level. And then there's like a stratosphere more. It's like exponential up to where, you know, Matt Fraser is or Tia Toomey was even more impressive this past weekend. But what's mind blowing to me is how many people just have no comprehension of that. And yet they feel the need to trash things like the way the women look right. Saying, oh, they look too muscular. They look like men or they must be on steroids or they must be this or they must be that. Or the way that people do pull-ups or the way that they do some sort of a movement. And it's so like naive, it's confusing uh, to me because you can just imagine the world of sadness that these people live in sitting there and 
passing judgment on something that obviously they don't understand. So that's kind of the big point of why it doesn't matter what their thoughts and comments are. But bigger and more important for me, really specifically to the women, is how disrespectful people are just openly to women athletes and how infuriating that is to me, especially when you look around at some of the girls, young women and, you know, girls going down into our kids and tots class and thinking about them like growing up into that environment and potentially watching that live stream and being able to read those comments. Because for those of you guys who have kids, a lot of your kids like to watch YouTube. And they might want to watch Camille or Tia or Annie or Ketrin, and they might like watching them and they might go back and they might read the comments. And it's horrifying to see what people are saying. And there's this whole like concept of women out there who say, oh, I don't want to be bulky. Like bulky is this big fear. And and then simultaneously you get these just nut jobs commenting on YouTube all the time. And I sit there and I just think like, what the fuck is wrong with our society where it is okay to openly in public state these things about women or women's bodies or have these discussions about top caliber athletes who are doing things that like they, you just don't understand. It's so inconceivable to me. And so I've been thinking about this a lot lately, and I I think it's really important for voices and people and leaders in our community to come out and have this discussion. And so I'm just going to be as point blank as I possibly can. I find the women of the CrossFit Games, like I've been around them, next to them, in person, they are intoxicatingly attractive. Like the vast majority of them, the way that they carry themselves, the posture, the natural human body movement that they display out on in in gymnastics and weightlifting and all the way through everything that they do, it's beautiful. And when you're next to them, like any any guy, if you're around the uh, athlete village and you're in the back, like you see these women and nobody in that athlete village is talking about, oh, like they look like a man. They look like they're taking steroids. Women shouldn't look like that. Like only only losers say shit like that. Like you have to be such an idiot to go out and say something like that. And like the bigger thing for me is like you're you're passing judgment on this woman who you in your life could never like touch in any way, shape or form. Like physically, you could never come anywhere close to achieving what this woman just did. Tia at this point is fitter than 90 percent of the guys. She's just an absolute stud. And they're sweethearts of people. They're all just the kindest people. And to me, it's just like, you know, I I can't, I, I just, I don't get it, right? I can't figure out why this conversation is okay in our world. Like, at what point does somebody say something like that? And immediately everybody doesn't jump on top of them. We live in this offended world. Everybody's offended by everything. You can't say anything about anything politically or somebody's sexual orientation, yet we're letting this pass. It's it's inconce- It's absolutely unexcusable to me. And until we start getting to the point where we appreciate 
these people who are working hard to have optimal peak health, physical prowess, like performance. These women are eating perfectly, exercising with zeal and vigor and intensity, lifting weights with perfect form, executing gymnastics at a very high level for just normal people. Not normal, right? Obviously, they're, you know, extraterrestrial athletes like they're they're animals but like they're doing these things that are very very challenging with their bodies and if somehow we're finding a way to make that a negative and the reason that it bothers me so much is twofold i have conversations with women at the gym weekly if not multiple times a week about how they don't want to get bulky I don't want to, I don't want to say, like, think, break this down. They basically are saying, I don't want to optimize my capability to do whatever I want to later in life, right? I don't want to move better. I don't want to be stronger. I don't want to be more physically fit. I don't want to, you know, have better, you know, joints and arteries and veins and tighter skin and all of these. I mean, every benefit that you get from doing well-rounded training, right? So weightlifting, cardiovascular training, resistance work, physical therapy, all these things, every benefit that you get from that. They're saying, I don't want that because somewhere there's some guy who says, well, if you get too much that way, you start to kind of look bulky and like and if you're bulky, like you're that's disgusting. Like, first of all, that guy's an idiot. And those guys, they're the vocal minority of losers. That's who they are. People saying that kind of stuff, people who think that way, people who, you know, approach women that way, you shouldn't give two shits what they think because they don't matter. They're pointless, right? They're passing judgment on something they don't understand. So their comments are worthless. So you should just be focusing instead on what feels good to you. What do you want? Do you want to have good posture? Do you want to carry yourself with confidence and feel great about your body every day, no matter what you eat? Do you want these things? Do you want to be capable enough to carry your kids around? And, you know, the other day I was having this conversation with somebody. uh, They had to lift all these people in the airplanes bags and put them in the overhead bin. Do you want to be the person who can do that? Like people look at Maria and I weird when we travel together and she gets her own suitcase out of the top carrier. Like people look at me and I'm just like, dude, she's she's stronger and more capable than I am more often than not. And I love every second of that. There's nothing in the world that I love more than having a wife who is a complete and total badass like that to me. And honestly, what she wants to do, if she wants to get big and bulky and strong, whatever makes her happy. I don't care. I guess support and love her no matter what. It doesn't make a difference to me. But what we know is that getting bulky, like looking like Tia Toomey, good luck. Looking like Annie Thorstadter, good luck. That's a mix of genes and a decade of impossibly hard work you could never do. Impossibly hard nutrition you could never stick to. And on top of that, you have to have the genes to be able to move and look and exercise and have the resiliency that they have from a training perspective. And if we can't get in our society to a place 
where we appreciate and just love that for how beautiful it is, for how awesome it is. Like we're dealing, you know, we're dealing with all this crap as a society. These health epidemics are killing, you know, 50 times the amount of people that they should be. And yet people are going to take the time to let you know as a woman that, you know, you shouldn't look the way that you look. Because you want to be in great health, you don't look the way that I prefer you to look. Like that's if that stuff doesn't get said around me, but man, I'll tell you what, if it did, that might be the closest that somebody would get to being punched, just knocked right out if they were around me. And what scares me the most and what I want more than anything in the world is for these young women who are growing up, you know, like we have these girls in our teens, in our kids group right now who have more confidence than most kids are ever going to have. They feel comfortable inside of our gym. They look forward to going to the gym. Think about how different that is from every other kid's experience. All these other kids are, you know, more overweight than they've ever been, dealing with more health problems they ever than they ever have. They they have no healthy habits coming out of, you know, elementary school, middle school, high school. They've quit playing all their sports. They play video games all day. They sit all day. And you have these amazing young women and men, young, young people who love going to the gym and beg their parents, please, can we go? I just want to be there. I want to go and work out. Hey, mom, can we eat healthier? We do these things. And they're going to grow up with a little bit of muscle, right? They're going to have a little more muscle than the, you know, the girl next to them who doesn't do anything. And what drives me crazy is all of that confidence and all of that amazing comfort and joy and confidence that they get by being in the gym is going to try to be torn down by these loser kids who don't understand it. And when we start thinking about some of these things, like we have to be the people who change this conversation and we have to be the people who outrightly discuss these things with aggression and with a just absolutely no nonsense attitude, it can't be a discussion that we allow to happen. It can't be a discussion that we have tolerance of, that if it's said next to us or somebody says something in passing to us or whatever, that it's not immediately shut down and discussed. So that was why I wanted to comment on a lot of these posts, a lot of these people talking on YouTube. I didn't because I already expressed my feelings on it. However, if there was ever a time to have that discussion, it's solely for the fact that you have to shut that down. And a big part of this is I believe that the women growing up in CrossFit and the world that CrossFit competition wise has created for young women is the best thing that is has ever been about or happened or anything with our sport. The thing that I love more than anything about CrossFit competition is going and hearing young girls say that they have female sporting role models who are doing all the right things. They're disciplined. They're hardworking. They're confident. 
They have trust in their bodies and they focus more on their performance and capability. And maybe more than anything, a sport that rewards them for that equally. Right. There were multiple times over this past weekend where there was no women's change in the workout. They had to do the same ruck distance, the same ruck weight as the men. And you got to watch these women. You can tell they have a fire in their ass to beat the guys. And I love it. That's amazing. That is what we need for our young women. I think it's the same thing. You know, same. we had a workout later. Calories. No change in the women's. I love it. I think there's going to be a day we are going to see it where there's going to be a workout that's like 100 thrusters for time. They're going to choose like a moderate weight, something like an 85 pounds. And you're going to see guys and girls do the same weight in a movement. And you're going to see a lot of women beat a lot of men. I think you'd be shocked at how much that would happen right now. And how cool is that for women to grow up in a sport like that? You know, regardless of what we want to say about women's soccer and, and, you know, women's tennis and women's basketball and some of these other sports that have come a really long way. There's not a lot of times where they're really going to be able to step in and compete on the same playing field as the men and destroy them. Maybe compete. Sure. Absolutely. But really, like I'm talking like kick some butt, like beat some legit male competitors head to head, everything else equal. I just think that that's really cool. And I'm really proud to be a part of that movement, a part of the sport and a part of the change in the conversation. And I think as we start thinking about what we take away from these CrossFit Games experiences, I think for years it was just so much about the competition and, you know, the weights they were hitting and some of these other things. And I'm really actually quite thankful to see that a lot of that stuff is just kind of kind of past a lot of the, I don't know, the pointless drama that was being created about the sport. Maybe there's a little bit this year, but a lot of that stuff, like, honestly, let's just boil it down to what we're doing here. We're celebrating the fact that these people work and spend so much time to achieve optimal human performance and go out on the floor around hundreds of thousands of fans and millions of people watching all over the world to just express a really high level of fitness. Not like World's Strongest Man where we're sacrificing our health to, you know, eat too many calories, be too big, you know, have bad health just at the cost of winning something. Right. And that's true in a lot of sports, but really optimally try to live a healthy lifestyle. Talk about peak performance nutrition. Talk about optimal rest and optimal training. Have some of these discussions so that we as everyday lay people can take a trickle down effect from that knowledge and improve our own health, our own wellness. That's what we've gotten out of the CrossFit Games. I don't think people appreciate that a lot in terms of our programming at Friendship has gotten significantly better because of all my experience with competitive athletes and around people like Dr. Alm and Ben Bergeron, some of these you know programming discussions and things that I would have otherwise not sought out had I not been trying to seek optimal performance for us, our team, and our community. And those people learned more from seeking out experts in their fields so that they could learn more. And that trickle down effect has gone all the way down to just you at your local affiliate. So we're a part of a movement. But I think the big thing in being a part of a movement is you're going to start doing things and accomplishing things that people have never seen before, that they don't understand. 
And when that stuff comes up, it gets really hard because I feel like people sometimes need to feel the need to like defend CrossFit. It's like, oh, my friend was like making fun of me for doing kipping pull-ups. And I was sitting there like trying to explain it to him. It's like, you know what? Like we don't really have to defend ourselves with things like kipping pull-ups have a place just like push presses have a place. It's a pretty simple conversation, but a lot of people aren't operating on a wavelength where they have an open mindset about these things. So there's no discussion on it. So we shouldn't feel the need to defend CrossFit as a whole. But that's what I say to people. If people want to mock CrossFit, people want to say like, oh, that's so stupid. Or, oh, that's going to get you hurt. Oh, that's going to be this. That's going to be that. The things that I like to come back with is, you know, actually really all we are is just a community of really hardworking, awesome, super nice people who are all just trying to get a little bit better every day. And they've found that they can do that best here at Friendship or here at you know Route 33 or here at wherever, wherever they're going to express themselves with CrossFit. That's what's special about it. It's not the movements. It's not the workout style. It's not anything else. It's just the fact that people are coming together to work really hard towards their health and fitness, to eat healthy and to have that discussion, to talk about these things, to support young women in taking on new endeavors, to cheer and high five a grandmother and a granddaughter right next to each other in the same classes, getting their first pull up, getting muscle ups, working out right next to each other. We just had our uh, parent and son and daughter workout on Saturday. It's so cool to watch. What world, like, think about this. In what arena do you get to go and do the exact same thing as your three-year-old, your 10-year-old, your 16-year-old, your 24-year-old, your 35-year-old, your 54-year-old, and your 67-year-old? In what world? Do you get to do the same workout that's written on the board? We're going to do it right next to each other. You can't do that. If your kid's playing, you know, flag football, you know, and he's playing flag football with a bunch of kids, you can't jump in at quarterback and say like, all right, here we go. I'm playing now. It's like you can go play flag football with the adults, but you can't share that experience with your son. Now you can take the, the closest example is maybe to go out and take your kid out like golfing with you, which is a great experience, right? And one of the reasons that I like golf also, one of the reasons that I like rock climbing, right? Things that kids can do with parents as well. But this is the, this is the communication that we have to be having is these are the great things about it, right? It's building strength and confidence in women in the gym. We're not just going for this anorexic, super skinny, stupid, unhealthy body type. We're not starving ourselves. In fact, we're trying to eat a lot, right? We're trying to eat a bunch of vegetables. We're trying to get a bunch of protein, trying to make sure that we eat optimally and clean so that we can look and feel our best, right? We're not just obsessively running on treadmills at all hours of the day to burn off whatever we did the day before. These are all horrible, unhealthy trends that have been supported by our society and community for decades. And it's time for them all to just die. And we have the key to that. That's what we get as a community. That's what we are giving out to the world 
And so these discussions that we have with people, the discussions on what we're sharing with others, the excitement that we have, the excitement in my voice right now is the fact that like we have the way out of that. But every time that some idiot online says, oh, it looks too bulky, you don't maybe know it. Maybe you do. I don't know. But you are now pushing the narrative of starving yourself and running endlessly on treadmill and being skinny fat and unhealthy. That's the kind of stuff that leads to serious mental issues. That's the type of stuff that leads to serious physical issues. That is a problem. You're pushing a terrible narrative. And the things that I get so juiced about being a part of for CrossFit have absolutely nothing to do with Matt Frazier or Tia Toomey, but rather what they are representative of. I think they're great ambassadors for the sport. I think they're good people. I think there's a lot of really good people at the high levels of CrossFit. And they all mean well. And I just don't think that that stuff is really prevalent in a lot of sports. Even somebody like you take a, let's let's say, just go to tennis. Like you take a Serena Williams. The one time I've ever watched Serena Williams was like maybe two years ago over at Stifler's house. It was on backdrop of a Browns game when we were getting killed. And she lost to a really young Asian woman. She just threw a temper tantrum. Most Most embarrassing thing I've ever seen. You can look it up on YouTube. It was horrible. She ruined this whole girl's like first winning experience, her first major. It was a disgusting display of sportsmanship. And it would be, I immediately lost 100% respect for her forever. I'll never respect her as an athlete after that. And that might be harsh. You might say that. But it's like you need to understand that you're a representative of something greater than yourself. And so, you know, as we start looking at these things, when we have these great role models. You as a parent can work out right next to your kid. You can watch them do the same workout of the day that you are doing. Right. Ask Coach Ryan what it's like to be able to work out next to his son every day. Ask Ron Thomas or, or Heather Thomas what it's like to work out next to their sons and daughters every day. Gerald and Amanda, right? John and Shelly, Lisa and Steve. Ask these people around the community, like, how cool is that? Who does your daughter love to watch at the CrossFit Games? Do they watch, right? Who does your son like to cheer on? And just see what it actually is all about. Recognize that and talk about it. And if you ever feel like you have to get to a point where you are defending CrossFit, talk about those things, don't talk about all the other, you know, bullshit. It's it, all that stuff is so stupid. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, you got to be careful doing that. You're going to get hurt. It's like, you know, no, not at all. Actually, we're just expressing normal, natural human movement. And if you listen to the coaches and you stay within your own lane and you don't have an ego about it, you'll be fine. Right. The only times you run into issues is when you aren't doing one of those three things. Uh, And, you know, who cares? At the end of the day, I'm going because I enjoy the exercise regimen. It's kept me really consistent. I enjoy going. I always smile and laugh. And I'm healthier because of it. So who cares? Right? Oh, well, you know, this this is kipping pull-ups. You guys are just flailing around on the bar. I haven't seen you do a single pull-up yet. Okay, well... You know, it means a lot to my daughter that we're doing the same exercise regimen. She's been, you know, grown amazingly in confidence. She's looking at other adults in the eye and shaking their hands and having adult conversations at 14 years old. Right. That's what's cool to me. Give two shits less about the pull ups. 
that's the kind of stuff that I think if we start changing the conversation that we're having and start being a little bit more aggressive with how we shut down the way that people are talking about, you know, women's bodies and, you know, perpetuating more, more issues that have been around for decades. They're just perpetuating this cycle of either or, right? You're either super scrawny skinny or, you know, what, what happens on the other end of that, right? Women start to get insecure and, and then we're overeating or we're eating really bad foods or we don't understand or we crash diet and we kill our metabolism and then we're super healthy on the other end of that. So at what point did celebrating, you know, normal, healthy, good human movement, normal, healthy, good eating patterns and just living inside of your own natural body image? What point did that become what we were going to be making fun of? It's crazy to me. Crazy, crazy. And life around Maria has really opened my eyes to this. I mean, you'd be amazed at just the comments and, you know, just the shit that she has to deal with. Obviously, Maria's Maria. You know, she just loves everything. She doesn't think anybody has malicious intent. But, you know, I feel that stuff for her sometimes. And it just it just irritates the hell out of me. So if you guys have a daughter, you know, if you guys have a wife, you guys have a girlfriend and, you know, they do CrossFit, just... Make sure that you guys are just ultra supportive of just living a healthy lifestyle. And anybody who you ever hear say something about, you know, bulky or muscle or anything like that being bad, make sure that you are the one who speaks up. You have to have that courage to be able to speak up if we're going to change anything like this. So, you know, as this path continues and you know, this next year is going to really promise for us to grow our voice and grow our communication. And, you know, I don't want to say defend ourselves, but I would say actually share the beauty and the joy and the incredible stuff that we are doing with everybody else. As those opportunities grow, I think we just need to be very firm and aggressive with what our stance on some of these things are. So I hope this gives you guys something to think about. Um, You know, I know that probably a little bit of my language on this one might be a little bit negative, but I do feel very, very, very strongly about this. And I hope that you guys can understand why. And if you guys have ever even thought that, let's say you're a guy and you're listening to this and you think like, oh, yeah, but she does kind of look like a man. You have some thought or comment like that. Like, think about what you're saying right? Look at your body. Where are you maybe carrying fat where you wish you weren't, right? Maybe around your hips, maybe on your boobs, maybe your arms aren't very defined. Like I've got a bird chest. I've got like no, no pecs, right? I can't control that. Your body is either going to grow muscle or not grow muscle where it grows muscle, right? Somebody like Omar is going to grow a lot more muscle on the pecs than I am. We bench press about the exact same amount of weight has absolutely nothing to do with that. It's just, that's just the way my body's predisposed. So not everybody's body is going to put on muscle and take off fat in exactly the right places that you want. And some of these women's bodies might just put on more muscle in their shoulders. Some of them might not put on any, some of them might naturally just have more fat in the wrong spots. It just is, it doesn't matter right? Just live in your own natural, healthy body. None of us are perfect. All we can do is try to either be healthier 
which being healthier means having more muscle and less body fat, great circulation in our body, good healthy sleeping, eating, nutrition, and exercising habits. And if we're doing those things, our body is going to do what it is going to do. We can't sit there and spot add fat or muscle. It just is. And so all these women are doing is just optimizing as best they can their own human potential. And where they decide to put on muscle is none of their choice. And so just celebrate the fact that they're amazing role models and good people and their movement is beautiful and what they stand for is incredible. And our world could just use thousands of more people that were that hardworking and dedicated towards something, let alone health. And we just need to celebrate it more. So I hope if you guys did watch the CrossFit Games that you guys enjoyed it. I hope that you guys understand what it is and what we're doing and what we're celebrating, you know, why we still participate in the open. It's these types of things. It's what it stands for. It's what it represents. It's not comparing yourself. It's not comparing, you know, A to B or me to Matt Frazier or whatever. It's not, oh my gosh, did you see he cleaned 380? Like, Jeff, you can't even clean 350. What a loser you are. Has nothing to do with that, right? That's just so far outside of the scope. It's about people getting together to have fun and share in everybody getting better and everybody being healthier than they would have been had this whole thing called CrossFit never started. And I think that all roads in human fitness and performance go to CrossFit is the absolute pinnacle, the absolute peak of being a healthier, fitter version of yourself. And I think we have all of these amazing CrossFit Games athletes to thank for that. All of their time and sacrifice and effort and energy and hard work. We have them to thank, you know, for the community that we all get to enjoy every day to push that ball forward and to be able to do things that none of us would have been able to do without it. So always keep that stuff in the front of your minds. And I know that it can be challenging. I know it's a comparison culture and a competitive culture. Uh, But the older I get, you know, I used to have a pretty serious competitive streak when I was younger. And, you know, you still always have that. Uh, You know, it never really goes away too much. But I think you do gain quite a bit of wisdom and perspective as it pertains to some of those uh, types of competitive environments. And one of the things I realize now is that Uh, you know, the journey and the enjoyment of the journey and really understanding kind of what we're doing, you know, understanding that, you know, football is just a game to take off some of our focus and attention from problems or stresses or whatever. And like, that's, that's all it is. Just guys out there trying to earn a paycheck, throwing around a pigskin, hopefully having some fun and trying to distract everybody from all the other crap they got going on. And once you kind of realize that, then, you know, win, loss, doesn't really frustrate you too much outside of those damn referees. They still get me every time. I can't, can't help feeling cheated by referees every now and again. So I hope you guys have a fantastic week. I hope that you guys are, you know, coming in super motivated. We have a fantastic week of programming this week. We have a lot of really, really fun things coming up for the gym. I can't wait. We've got a birth fit seminar 
seminar this weekend. We've got a big nutrition challenge starting in September and it's going to be awesome. Uh, really kind of dedicated to people just starting on their nutrition journey and trying to take things to the next level for habit change and lifestyle change. Uh, I'm doing a seminar next month with Meredith Graham on, uh, she's a, you know, a college wise, um, basically, I guess you'd say consultant, uh, but really super educated and very passionate about helping kids make the right decisions for college. And we're going to do a co-seminar where I'm going to talk about alternative paths to college and how we can think about setting a series of core values so that we can come out of maybe not going to college in the right mindset. And I'm really excited for that. That's later in September. We have the master's challenge coming up. This is the last week for registration there. And football season is right around the corner and our new fall logo is coming out soon. So some very, very exciting things. It's going to be an amazing month in the gym and a lot of cool, uh, you know, new information coming out uh, over this next month. So can't wait for it. I I haven't been this excited for a month of uh, being in and around the gym or maybe two months, I guess, till the end of September, honestly, since since we started. So I hope you guys are feeling that energy and excited to be a part of all of it also. Thank you.